Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. If you're not ready, get ready. The Stanley Cup playoffs are here in front of 18,347. A sellout at Rogers Place. The Edmonton Oilers. Last year's playoff series between the Los Angeles Kings and the Edmonton Oilers. The Kings uh, playing without Drew Doughty and Victor Arvidsson. And the Oilers rallied from a 3-2 series deficit to come back and knock Los Angeles out in seven games, including a 2-0 home ice victory in game number seven. Connor McDavid had 14 points in those uh, seven games. That was great. It was uh, really impressive. No question about it. And then Leon Dreisaitl got 17-5 against Calgary. Oilers are hoping for a different result than when the Calgary Flames came in here to start the regular season. Uh, the Flames obviously 
with a burr up their saddle, and they brought it. Will we see the same today as the Edmonton Oilers get ready to take on the L.A. Kings, the Oilers that uh, vanquished the Kings' playoff hopes last spring? This is Oilers Now. It's a game night. Oilers Now brought to you by World of Spas. Great job there by Brendan Escott putting together a round one playoff compilation. Speaking of World of Spas, aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer visit worldofspas.com all right the orders and the la kings uh, will set it all up for me we'll hear from uh orders head coach jay woodcroft and leon dry uh coming up in the next half hour of the show uh we'll have the full expected uh, game day lineup report for mcguire financial we'll get into nhl today for elite promotional marketing and our top story for legacy heating and cooling at 12 35 courtesy of our friends at Aquarian Renovations, Mark Spector will join us at 105 for GCL Diesel Louis DeBrusque and at 135 today from the Cult of Hockey in the Edmonton Journal, David Staples. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Ring in the river, uh, the New Year at the River Cree with Trooper on December 30th in Big Sugar. December 31st, tickets and more information at rivercreeresort.com. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 7804960063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan Escott, back at the 630 Chad Studios today, along with Derek Scott. And Brendan is available at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Our top story. For legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Uh, bottom line here, we got a relatively healthy Los Angeles Kings squad. Uh, they've got Art Vincent and Dowdy back. They uh, signed Kevin Fiala in the offseason to a seven-year deal at $7.85 million, upgraded their top nine forwards, and they'll take on an Edmonton Oilers team that does not have Evander Kane who had a hat-trick in Game 3 of that series last year, and Kyler Yamamoto. So two of Edmonton's top six forwards not able to go. It'll be Stuart Skinner for Edmonton. He's 3-3 three three this year, 2.53 goals against average, 9.32 save percentage. Yesterday, all my troubles seemed so far away, but yesterday we had... Jay Woodcroft join us. Uh, a little colder, a little chillier in the old booth today than it was yesterday, but uh, we're going to head into the Orders Now Audio Vault for direct work where specialized to work with your business outfit, your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and in Fort McMurray. And Jay Woodcroft had this assessment on the Orders 9-7 and 7 start to the season. I think it's been uneven. I think there's been periods of good play and and not enough uh, consistency to our game as a whole. Um, I just said this in the media downstairs, but uh, for me, um, you know, the the effort, the the try, the competitiveness. I think it's all there. I think we're we are competing uh, hard and and we're laying it on the line every night. There's been you know one or two that we'd like to have back for sure in terms of um, you know. Maybe we might have laid an egg here or there. 
But for me, um, all of that is there. So I think we're coming at things from a good spot. I don't think our detail in our game has been anywhere near where we want it to be, and specifically on the defensive side of the puck. And um, you know, we're we're working hard um, by number one, identifying those areas, calling attention to those areas, concentrating on details in those areas. And uh, the bottom line is where the league is at right now in the Western Conference and just uh, in in the league as a whole for that matter, I think the teams that figure things out over the next 10-15 games are going to be the ones that create a little bit of separation. So it's incumbent upon us to make sure that we're working hard at the areas that we have to get better at and that was a, a good step in that direction. That is Edmonton Oilers head coach. The Oilers come in with a record of 9-7. and seven. they got to match the uh, way uh, their, their record on the road. They're 5-2 and two in the road because they play a simple, more effective game. 4-5 and five at home. Now, the Oilers have had, relatively speaking, a uh, the strength of schedule has been strong to start the year for Edmonton. So the Oilers coming in with a record of 9-7. and seven. The LA Kings are 10-7-1. And, and before losing in Calgary 6-5 on Monday night, the Kings had rung off a 4-0-1 run. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. We're in the Oilers Now Audio Vault segment for direct workwear. Leon Dreisaitl spoke about the Oilers improving their details of the game. I think in general, just the, the, the play away from the puck. Um, just our details in our D zone, and, and I guess that you know starts in the offensive zone as well. Um, it's just uh, a lot of things that you know we can be a lot more consistent. Of. We've shown that we can do it, uh, but we haven't shown it enough. So, um, yeah, just got to be a little more consistent. Dreisaitl also added some additional perspective on the expectations of the Kings. Yeah, for sure. I think both teams are excited. Um, first first time playing each other in, in a couple months. Uh, obviously, it was a, a great, great series and, and um, you know, very heated. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think there's always a little, uh, maybe a little extra rivalry Um yeah, feelings going on when when you play a team for the first time after after you eliminated them from the playoffs. So uh, should be should be a good game. All right, uh, in the audio compilation that Brendan put together, uh, you heard the discussion about what occurred in game number four and the fact that uh, there was a scrum and Mike Anderson got behind Leon Drysaddle and basically wrestled him to the ice and Drysaddle suffered a significant uh, lower body injury. Was that game four or game six? Anyways, it happened. Uh, Dry Settle was asked about that today. I mean, I spent a lot of time working on it, um, you know, he rehabbing it and uh, trying to make it feel better. Um, obviously, it's still it's still there. Um, you know, you still you still feel it. I think it's an injury that takes a long time to to be completely gone. Uh, to be honest, so a lot of a lot of work put into it, uh, but feels a lot better. So after, it was after game six, uh, and I recall the morning of game, uh, we flew back to Edmonton after game six uh, the following morning, um, and there was a media availability. It was next to the Oilers' uh, training area in the hotel, and we saw Dreisaitl hobble in, and I was like, oh, I don't know if he's going to be able to play. And I'm like, wait a sec here. This is Leon Dreisaitl we're talking about. He's a tough 
SOB. Well, guess what? He's a tough SOB. For many of you out there listening to the show who maybe come from a different time and a different generation, the expectation would be surely Edmonton has somebody that needs to deliver a message to Mikey Anderson in the first regular season game. Unfortunately, the Oilers, and frankly, unfortunately, I would add myself in the category of my preference would be if the Oilers had a little bit more giddy-up further down their lineup that could maybe, you know, ensure... Uh, I was at an event today, actually. Uh, Patrick LaForge had a bunch of us come down to the Derrick this morning. And Louis DeBrusque and Charlie Huddy were kind enough to be there along with Stu McDonald. Um, it was a, sort of a half Derrick, half uh, Rotarian group put together with a bunch of local business leaders. And Charlie Huddy's talked about the fact that you wanted to be able to uh, make sure that you were covered so you could, quote-unquote, keep the flies away. That was the terminology that was deployed. And... Um, I'll be honest. I think the owners need to seriously look at adding some players with a little bit different dimension as the season goes on. I don't know how you do it. You know, it's going to have to be a trade or something. Uh, but there are some guys out there that can, can change the complexion of the bottom uh, the bottom six. I realize that one of the ways to intimidate teams is on the power play, and the owners have a really good power play. Maybe I'm a little old school. So for you younger school folks that think I'm an idiot for thinking that way, well, uh, we're all entitled to our opinions, so take it for what it's worth. In terms of consistency, Brent Kulak, as we go back in the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, was asked, uh, how do you find consistency? Yeah, we know the the feeling what it's like when we're playing good, and like you say, when, when we're not giving the other team much, and then uh, their scoring chances are coming not too often. So, I mean, that's the recipe for us for success, as it is in any team in the NHL, and so uh, that's what we we aspire to be every game, and uh, we're looking to build that around here. And one of the things the Oilers are looking to do uh, is uh, play better and being better at home. Here's Kulak. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's obviously lots of perks you get playing at home, just the, the comfort level being in your own house, not traveling around different hotels, and obviously having our own fan base here uh, giving us momentum throughout the game. So those are things you, you got to take advantage of. You know, it's not easy to win in this league, and anytime you get the, the home ice advantage, you got to take advantage and, and make sure you're on, you're on your game ready to go. Uh, if you recall, for many of you out there, like this is a good team they're playing, uh, but for those of you that listened to the show, uh, I all but guaranteed you within a day or two of Todd McClellan when he was fired uh, by the Edmonton Oilers organization uh, in like November 19th, 20th, in around there of uh, 20, uh, 2018, I all but guaranteed you that uh, Todd McClellan would not only be off the Oilers' books uh, the following season, but that he would also be getting a long-term job. He signed a five-year deal with L.A. at $5 million, and he's done a good job with the Kings. I mean, they pushed the Oilers as much as possible without having a defenseman in Drew Doughty that played 26 minutes a game. This is a good team. This is going to be a major challenge. And my experience in these matters is the team that got beat the year before in the playoffs usually is the team that gets the jump early in the game. All right. Stuart Skinner starts in goal. We had Mike McKenna on from Daily Faceoff yesterday, and he said a really interesting thing that I think that you have to be a goaltender to fundamentally understand. Uh, but he spoke about Jack Campbell's challenges, and he also suggested that uh, Campbell's equipment needs some modernizing. You can see that the thigh rise on his pad. Now, that's the portion above your knee. 
His pads roll upward. They expose the ice. They expose the five hole. And that's because his pads are so soft and flexible. And he still straps them in an old school manner. He still uses leather straps. There's still um, some above the knee that tend to pull the pad inward towards him. And to me, that creates space in a five hole. Um, he's allowed goals like that previously. And even his glove. You know, he's had two of them go off his glove. One of them, I think, went right through his glove that Colin Miller shot for the Dallas Stars this past week or so ago. And when you look at the screen grab from the game, there's a sizable hole in the webbing of Campbell's glove. Now, that's on the manufacturer, but it's also on Campbell. You have to be so in touch with your equipment that you know what's going on at all times. If you see that your webbing's loose, tell the equipment manager. You know, So these are little things. I think his gear could, could definitely be improved if he modernized it a little bit, stiffened it up a little, got it to seal the ice. But I think there's got to be some care to it as well to make sure you don't have those little aspects that can leave the goals against. That the amount of detail McKenna went into from the Daily Faceoff, that's Mike McKenna explaining the challenges that Jack Campbell has because of his equipment. Amazing stuff. He also uh, spoke about Campbell taking too much of the responsibility, shouldering too much blame. You can tell how a goalie feels by how they react to goals against. And right now it looks like every goal is painful against Jack. And and it pains me to see it. You know, this is a goalie that I'm rooting for, man. He has overcome the odds several times to get where he's at. Uh, but you can just see the deflation when the puck goes in. And you can control that as a goaltender, as a player. Now, you might not do it every single time, all right? There's, there's circumstances that can make it hard on you. But if you can find a way to just minimize how it looks outwardly, even if you have to internalize it, I think it helps. Because right now, when your teammates see somebody that looks defeated, how do they believe in that player? How do they not try harder than they need to? And I think that might be something that's happened with the Oilers is that, you know, they see their goalies not believing in himself. Well, they start running out of position. They're trying so hard to cover up, and everything goes south. So I'd love to see Campbell shelve a little bit of that. And, and like you say, Bob, I agree with you. There's You can't throw your teammates under the bus as a goaltender. It's always and our he's, fault. And he's but never done that. And he's never done that. But Never. But don't no. take all the responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Like Correct. Yeah. That's right. You know, there's there's a fine line there, Bob. We can accept some of it. We can always say, hey, I could have been better. Uh, but you also got to be realistic and understand this game happens fast, man. It's not all a goaltender's fault or your team. It's a team game. As much as we're on an island in the net, it's, it comes down to everybody performing together. And here's where I tell you, the Oilers come into tonight's game, 30th in the league in shots against at 34.9, 30th in the league in penalty killing at 70.6, and 29th in the league at goals against at 3.63. If those numbers don't improve, this is going to be a really disappointing campaign. We'll uh, set the lineup when we return on Oilers Now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
Let's go to the game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Don't let your financial future be a mystery for a free consultation, financial consultation. Visit McGuireFinancial.ca. Uh, Here we go. Connor McDavid up front with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Yeso Pugliarvi. McDavid is on a 10-game heater. 10 goals and 22 points during that stretch. Leon Dreisaitl with Warren Fogle and Zach Hyman. Dreisaitl, 7 goals, 20 points, last 11 games. Ryan McLeod with Matthias Yanmark and Clem Costin. It'll be Dylan Holloway in left wing with Devin Shore and Derek Ryan. Darnell Nurse and Cody Ceci. Brett Kulak and Evan Bouchard. Bouchard has not scored in 36 goals this season. Uh, Ryan Murray paired with Tyson Berry as Marcus Niemelainen was the last man on the ice today, along with Tyler Benson, who's still on LTIR. Stuart Skinner starts in goal. He'll oppose Cal Peterson, who is 4-2 with a 4.06 goals against average and an 8.67 save percentage. So he's getting wins, but he's got the bad GEA and the bad SVP. On defense, uh, Mikey Anderson along... uh, with Drew Doughty, he's playing 26-36 per game. Sean Dursey, along with Matt Roy. It'll be Alex Edler with Sean Walker, who missed virtually all of last season with a couple lower body injuries. Four right shots on D for the Kings. Up front, Gabe Velarde. We've talked about him a lot over the years. Won a Memorial Cup in Windsor with Rocky Thompson. He'll be with Kopitar and Kempe. And uh, Velarde is off to a rock-solid start. Ten goals on the season. Philip Deneau uh, signed to a six-year deal by the Kings last year from the Montreal Canadiens. With Trevor Moore and uh, Arvidsson Dano last year, career high 27 goals, 51 points. Rasmus Kupari, along with Kevin Fiala, big offseason free agent signing, 33 goals, 85 points, uh, plus 23 in Minnesota last season, and Carl Grunstrom. And it'll be Blake Lazotte with Jarrett Anderson Dolan out of Spokane of the WHL and Arthur Kaliev. There you go, that's a look. Uh, the Kings, by the way. 13th in goals for, 23rd in goals against, 18th on the power play, 26th in PK. Good shot metrics, uh, plus 2.4 shots per game. The Oilers, 4th in goals, 4th, 3rd on the power play, 13th in shots for. But again, 29th in goals against, 30th on the PK, 30th shots against. That is, again, your game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Don't let your financial future be a mystery for a free financial consultation. Visit mcguirefinancial.ca. For our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist, Edmonton-owned and operated Drew Shamahorn and his staff, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott with NHL Today. Yeah, two other games in the league tonight with Ottawa hosting Buffalo and Chicago home to St. Louis. Oilers and Kings live on 630, Chad, tonight. Hello, is this the mic? Yeah, that's the right button. I thought microphone. it was me, but I don't control oh my your mic. good gracious. There's the right button. <laughs> okay, two other games tonight. Our game on 630, Chad, shortly after 820. It is a late one. Get an afternoon coffee in you. Habs forward Jonathan Drouin missing four to six weeks with an upper body injury. Good news there, though, is that defenseman Mike Matheson has ditched the non-contact jersey. Might be ready to come back, but that would bounce folk hero Arbor Jackeye back down to the American League in theory. Bakersfield lost 4-3 to Colorado on home ice last night ending the team's five-game winning streak but Philip Broberg did get his first two goals of the season. They have games against the Calgary Wranglers Friday and Saturday. Red Deer taking a win on uh, Rogers Place ice last night over the Oil Kings 4-1 Friday night. It's Brandon in town and the Golden Bears welcome UBC to the Claire Drake this weekend. Uh, Big trade WHL Nolan 
Allen traded from Prince Albert to Seattle for six picks, including two first-rounders as they continue to load up. They also have Brad Lambert, who's currently with the Jets farm team in Manitoba. They have his rights as well. I already picked up Luke Prokop. Off to a global news weather uh, traffic update today with Kevin Robertson. And when we come back, an order's now for Aquarian Renovations, Sportsnet's Mark Spector.